The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, Jimmy Evans and Alan Kelsey reveal a couple's strengths to help them affirm each other better. Depending on how strong your achiever is, you might make lists of your lists. Mm -hmm. In fact, <laughs> if it's number one for you, it could be bad enough that if you get something done that wasn't on a list, you'll go back and write it in on the list so that you can check it off. Because the joy of the day is that, oh, come on now. There is high value in that moment, right? and Betty and I, we've been married now for like 54 years. And I know you're looking, so I can't believe she gave you an extension of another year. She's an amazing person. And, uh, you know, we really, the, the sad thing is, it isn't just people don't live long enough to be married 50 years. People don't usually make five years. It gets to where someone makes 10, they're getting all kind of praise that they had this miraculous marriage. This is sad to me. Now, I wouldn't want to live with her 50 years of misery. And you might think, well, she's put up with 50 years of misery. And then I understand. I know she's, praise the Lord, I would never want to go with a jury in any kind of trial with us because I'm done. I understand. But here's the deal. We, we have been so blessed, but we're still ready to learn. But there are just not many marriages where the people really seem to be happy. And one of the best marriage counselors who had his own challenges in his marriage, but miraculously experienced the delivering power of God in his marriage, Jimmy Evans, his wife Karen, and they began to teach marriage seminars, which are just huge. And, and I've been Jimmy's friend for a long time. He's been coming on here for more than 15 years with his wife to help marriages. And Jimmy, you're here. Just welcome Jimmy. Jimmy Evans is back there with you right here. Thank you. Marriage and Family, Marriage and Family is a television program all over the world. And, and he's one of the elders the, uh, at Gateway. We're there together. It's a wonderful church. And we're grateful to be a part of it. And, and Jimmy began to talk to me about a man and, and about a test that Alan Kelsey, who's now part of Gateway's staff to help marriages, and now the two of you actually joined up. Right. You're actually telling everyone you want to read the book. You actually only joined with Alan to try to point people to hear what he's saying and to learn about this test. Am I right about that? Absolutely. You know, James, the, the number one business book in the world is called Strength Finder. And it is talking about uh, discovering really who you are in your strengths. The Clifton Strength Finder uh, talks about 34 strengths, but uh, all of us don't have all 34. We, we might have some degree, but we have five top strengths that really define who we are. In the business world, they've looked at these for many years. 15 million people have taken the Clifton Strength Finders, and most of that's in the business world. And it's transformed businesses. Because once you understand your own strengths and the other people that you work with, it changes everything. It changes the way you relate. It changes the way you appreciate people rather than putting them down. It changes the way you put people in certain positions and not in other positions. And so Alan uh, has been, uh, was trained by the Gallup organization in the strengths years ago. He's a strengths expert. And so we took the test at Marriage Today. All of our employees took the test. And I took the test, and I was amazed at how accurate it was. We were all amazed. And then uh, we started thinking about what would happen if couples took the test and began to understand each other's strengths 
and began to uh, appreciate each other rather than reject each other because most people, and you said it right, James, so many people are miserable in marriage and most people think there's something wrong with their spouse. And they get married and they begin to get frustrated because we married someone different by God's design. And if you understand those differences, they're dynamic and wonderful. If you don't understand those differences, they're dangerous. And most people don't understand those differences. And the reason that I love the Strength Finders and working with Alan is because after 40 years of marriage, we had a good marriage, well, we took the test. Karen and I both took the Clifton Strength Finder and Alan sat down with us. It changed the, the dialogue we have. It changed the way that we understand each other because, you know, I lo I've loved Karen. You know, she's always been beautiful. I've always loved her. Um, but I did not have a language for who she was until we took the Strength Finders test. And that's after teaching on marriage. That's after and teaching on marriage. you said somebody says they think there's something wrong with the spouse. The problem there is they didn't just one thing in that, they both think it. That's exactly right. So they right. just think something's wrong with the other person. He's yeah. been talking about Alan. This is Alan Kelsey over here. Would you just welcome Alan Kelsey to like that? <laughs> Alan is here. Okay, Alan, now, uh, we, we've got a couple other people here. Tell, tell me why this other couple is here. Well, James, this is April and Abram. They're with us today because they have uh, taken the strengths test for the first time. And if I have it right, you guys know your own results, but you don't know each other's results yet. And so it's reveal time right here, right now. I mean, it's go time, baby. I would be nervous if I was there sitting where they're sitting. So why, why did you do this and bring them here? And they were courageous enough to come. Let me just say this to you. Did, did you find taking the test significant in some way to you, just the fact you were taking it and even seeing these things that are there and then being curious and wondering what your strengths might be? Did you find that as you were taking it? What, what effect did it have just to take it? Well, I think the, the effect of just taking it is is just that next step into to better, knowing that you're you're making that first step to better yourself, better your marriage, and, and to um, just accept the fact that you're you're there to to look at strengths and ways that you've never looked at it at your spouse. You know? And you felt the same way when you did April. Yeah, I mean, I just think knowledge is power. You know, you know if you know things, then you can understand. And I can relate to what you know. You said that always felt like. Um, you know, there were things in our marriage that we just didn't understand. You know, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just I just didn't understand it. It was foreign to me. Because he don't understand, right? Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. understand him. <laughs> yeah, the rest of us understand him. We wanted to know him a little while, you know. <laughs> and, you know, and, and to better understand myself as well so that I know why I do what I do. So are you anxious to hear mm. from Alan what he wants you to know and what Absolutely. he discovered? In James, yeah. this is an important issue you're raising here, and it's, and it's the issue of when I have misunderstanding, I don't know what to do with this other person's behavior. And because the behavior makes me feel bad or at the very least question, it's very normal for me to put it in a box that says, this is combative behavior, this person's difficult, I don't understand them. I put it in a negative box. What Jimmy and I wrote the book to do is to reframe that language. We want to put that, that misunderstanding in a different conversation that says, wait a second, there may be something at play here that was actually purposefully invested by God in this person, and it sets them up for some kind of a contribution that is irreplaceable in the world. And so when you see rarity, which is what uniqueness is, if, it's, if there's only one of this person in the world, then you're looking at rarity, you're looking at one of a kind, you're staring at the Mona Lisa. Well, you don't stare at the Mona Lisa like you do at a McDonald's sign. 
You know what I mean? You look at that differently. And, and we're trying to reintroduce that kind of posture in the, in the marriage simply by changing the language and the way each other interact. And you see it work. I've seen it work. Thousands of really. times. Yes, sir. No question about no it. No question about it. Well, it can bring, it sounds like it could bring a greater love toward one another, a yes. greater appreciation yes. and a greater respect for well, who they are. Unfortunately, the English language doesn't do a good job of translating the word love into English, so we get all the nuances that the Greeks really enjoy, right? And I think even in natural marriage, and Jimmy will do a better job of explaining this than I will, but in natural marriage, we're just going to go through phases of, of different types of love that move from maybe even the front is just, man, I love her, but... I mean, that woman is smoking hot, okay? So there's other things I'm interested in with her too, yeah. right? You move out of some of that into a different stage of life. With her. But this, this kind of love in, involves a language that introduces a new kind of satisfaction and love in the marriage that is unobtainable without the language. So it's a freedom, it's a freedom conversation. All right, I want to get on. Let's see how these people handle it. Now, if one of them walks out, is that a bad sign? Yeah, bad sign. That's on me. Okay, but Jimmy goes out with them. Okay, <laughs> man, I'm sorry I drug you into that one. Yeah. It's All a right, two for one let's deal. I see what he just did right there. Let's see what the test tells. That's good. Man, so man. Eight women first, right? Are you okay with that? Absolutely. It's the it's the chivalrous thing to do. Absolutely. I'm getting you points here. Right. So. So your first strength is achiever, right? So April, what I know about achievers, and I, I is one and, and so is Jimmy, we love to get stuff done, right? And, and so we typically will make lists. Mm -hmm. Depending on how strong your achiever is, you might make lists of your lists. Mm -hmm. In fact, if it's number one for you, it could be bad enough that if you get something done that wasn't on a list, you'll go back and write it in on the list so that you can check it off because the joy of the day is that, oh, come on now. There is high value in that moment, right? And so what that makes us is it makes us finishers. We are fantastic finishers because when can you check the box? Yeah, when you finish. When you're finished, when you've landed the plane, when it's all over, when it's done. So we're great finishers. That's how you're built. That's how God made you. That's the lens through which you see the world. So when you approach something, you are a goal-oriented person. You are an outcomes-oriented person. You are a finish-in-mind kind of a person. Mm -hmm. So that's your, that's your first all right, now, now listen, now. This Come is on, not, now we no, got just no, our number one. No, right this now. is not Oprah. Okay. We only have a certain time frame. Oh, I got it. And you've got all these steps, and we're getting the countdown right Cliff over Cliff note version. You, you want gotta that. Go you got to compress. <laughs> I got you. Number two, activator. So you love to start stuff. The beginnings of things are so fun mm -hmm. for you. You get to the midway point, maybe you're not that interested anymore. <laughs> Thank God you have Achiever because you can also <laughs> land the plane so you can run on both sides of the fence. It's really impressive. Mm -hmm. So Achiever's on that side, the finishing side. Activator's on the trigger pulling side, on the mm -hmm. front end, right? Number three, restorative. It means you can walk into an environment like this and without meaning to, you'll find the one light bulb that may not be working. If you walk into a Walmart, mm -hmm. you'll find the one thing that's sticking out. It wasn't, it's not like you're trying to find it. It's like God's got a neon sign that says, rant, rant, rant. You see it right here? That picture's crooked. Exactly. <laughs> now what's that one? What's that's that one? called restorative. Restorative. And at the heart of it, here's what's meant. You know the former design and the glory of it. And inside your heart is a desire to get it back to how beautiful it could That's originally good. be. That's good. And you're not willing to put up with mediocrity on the, in the meantime. <laughs> That's good. And so it drives you to correct things. Uh, number four is responsibility, which means you take personal ownership of just about everything that you say yes to. And so it could be challenging. It could be challenging for you to say no. 
Because if you ever have committed to something, even if you delegated it to somebody else, you're going to watch it until it lands to make sure that it's right all the way. And so sometimes letting go or delegating could be tough. That's Just I'm good tired, to know huh? about things. <laughs> and then the last one is communication. And so what I have a question for you about then, April, is people with communication get a lot of joy out of being able to communicate, but it could go one of two ways, or both. Is it an oral type of communication or a written type of communication? Or is it a mixture of both? And if it's so, give me out of 100%, what is it? Is it a 50-50, a 60-40? How would you swing it? Yeah, I would say verbal. You would? Mm -hmm. How much? Oh, maybe... Maybe 70-30. 70, 70-30 70, is your preference If you were going to tell him about how much you love him, you'd tell him rather than just write him a note. Yeah. You might get a note every now and then. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just need to say this, but mostly I'm talking it. Yeah. I'm trying to help you out. Dude. Thank you, James. You're doing a great job. <laughs> so the two main reasons, James, for knowing your strengths are this. Number one, this is the place where your strongest contribution to life is going to come from. Two, it's flat out about your joy. Because God has wired it in our brains so that when we use the strengths we've been given, we get this endorphin rush that makes us feel fantastic. Mm -hmm. And if it's not enough that God would give us literally slices of who he is so that we could display his majesty on the earth today, he also rewards us when we use the giftings he's given us. And it's an unbelievable blessing. If you could drag that kind of natural endorphin high into a marriage where both of the entities are experiencing that kind of natural joy every day, Every day, it just bonds the couple together in a way that is almost irreplaceable. It's, it's a, at least a semi-high. It's and it's, it's, a life it's on perfectly a legal. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and highly repeatable. Right. That's great. Let's see if he has any strengths. So I think she's she's wondering. She wants to know. Okay. So Abram leads off with deliberative, and so what that means, Abram, is you you if you hear of a of a situation or or an opportunity, you need a little time to think it through because your natural awareness is wait a second. There's some potholes here, and if we can think through what they are, we're going to be able to travel safe. And my objective is to get us there safe, first time, right time. And so you need a bit of time to process that. So that, that comes naturally to you. You, you. you will, at times, put your hand out to just go, just, just a second, I'll get with you. Yeah. Give me a minute. Could get in the way of an achiever. <laughs> could cause you know, a little, hypothetically, little, could that could be a little tension here. In the That's achiever. right. I'm, I'm in this counseling thing. You're right there. I, I wonder if, do you have a spot for him? Could he come and work for you? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> okay, so number two is competition. There's two sides to this, right? The first one is, okay, pal, it's you and me and it's go time. Right now, we're going to find out who wins, okay? And that is very much a part of competition. So if he's doing anything with you, playing cards, you guys are playing a, a, a game at home, do not ever pull your punches. You have got to give 100% because the minute he suspects that you're going easy on him... It is so annoying to a, a person with competition. <laughs> really. He'll push away from the table and like, forget it, this is stupid. Because it's really important that he knows you're giving everything. Because if he loses, then he just, then this is information for him. He just discovered where he sits. And that information is really important because it's from there that he knows how to progress. So you just gave him unbelievably valuable information, even if he lost, which he probably won't do, but he's very inclined <laughs> well, to know the information. Okay, so. <laughs> so it's on. I see that. All right, the other side of competition is that it's about measurement, right? If you're pulling onto an on-ramp, your competition is constantly measuring your speed against someone else's because it informs your strategy. 
See, if you know you're running behind everybody else, then you can pick up your speed. Your strategy just changed as a result. If you're going faster than everybody else, you know you got to back off in order to be able to merge. It's how you develop your strategy because you're constantly measuring. What would be a good conversation between the two of you is to find out what you're measuring. If you're measuring your relationship and you're not talking about it, it's likely you're going to keep score. And as Jimmy knows, that's never a good spot to be in. You can have that one for free. <laughs> okay, so next after that, after competition is maximizer. And maximizers are natural polishers. You want things to be right. You want them to be done right. In fact, if it's not going to be done right, you don't even want to mess with it. And so uh, you have this intolerance for mediocrity. So probably in your home, if there are any home projects that get started, they got to get done right. They got to get done all the way. You're fussy about the way in which they happen. You're pretty particular about some things, I'm sure. That's all good because it means that she can lean against that wall, sit on that coffee table with confidence because it's going to be white. It's going to be right. It's going to work right. Natural polisher. Number four is significance. Here's what that means. You have a high interest in ideas that are important and no interest in talking about the kids' lunch menu at the school because that's going to bore you to tears. <laughs> So there's, there's not a snowball's chance that we're going to ever get you on the, on the committee at school to deal with those issues because it's nowhere near important enough. You need to do life-changing kinds of things. Jimmy has this strength, and that's why he's attacked the single most important entity in the world in this marriage. All right, and the last yeah, one is that. activator, which you guys share. This is the one strength you both have where you're both interested in starting things, getting the project started. So now I have a question for you as, you as we get to the end of both of your initial sets of conversations. Are there at the home some projects that are started but have been in limbo for some time? Oh, yeah. And are they, yeah. are they mechanical projects like, uh, like uh, you know, fixing something or repairing something, or are they relational projects? Uh, both. Okay. Both. Yeah. That's not unusual, by the way. And so what I'm, I'm saying it because I want to give you guys some permission to know this is how we're built. And so if there's some level of that swimming around in the house, it's going to be okay. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. Right, do you feel like you've been helped as a couple seeing this? Oh, absolutely. Bo, you see these things in her? I do. That he talked about, do you see them in him? Mm -hmm. Now you see how maybe you can understand each other better mm -hmm. and work better. Do you appreciate this, what we've done here and trying to share? And, 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 and back to the strength base. Here, here's the situation. You can get the book online and you can take the test. It'll lead you to how to do that. And, and what we'd like to do, because we want to help every marriage. I mean, we, we don't think Betty and I should be the odd ducks that happen to have a happy marriage while you have challenges. You lost a daughter. You're able to walk through it with the grace of God and the prayers of a lot of friends and your own family. We want you to have the joy of the Lord. We want you to face the challenges that are sure to come. We want your relationship to be building just like we want ours to build, even though we've been married 54 years. So we want to help you, and we'd be glad to send you the book. Here's what we do all the time. You know this, Jimmy. We help people. We touch them with love. We don't just talk about the love of God. We demonstrate it. If we talk about the water of life, Jesus, and they need water for life, we give it to them. If they're hungry, we feed them. We don't just say we care, we show them. I want you to watch. I want you to hear a mother's heart. And then I want you to know without any exaggeration, you're the absolute 100% answer to her heart cry and her need. And you can meet it today, right now. Watch closely and prayerfully. Kundana Chane, Umpa, Nunga Kundam, Quick and Ramitianga, Umpa Kundana Ghost. 
Well, sad to say, but Betty and I know what that feels like. Uh, to lose a child, that every one of you would have given us the miracle not to lose our daughter. This, this mother's story is, is too typical too often. Now, now here's what I'm, I'm, I'm just really pleading with you to focus on. We can stop this. We've been drilling water wells for villages now for, I guess, close to 20 years. And you have faithfully helped us. We have right now found 188 areas where there's such a crisis, they gotta have a well. It's almost like the whole village is gonna die. And the water's there. We just need the rig there and drill. $4,800 has to be covered by somebody full of love. If you can pay for a well, I believe you will. If you could pay for two, I believe you will. If you give 1,200 or 2,400 and pray three people join you or one other person joins you, we got another well. And Betty, we'll never make it with the goals that we have, the opportunity, the need, if the people don't respond. Mm -hmm. But many people say, I can't do the 25% of well. I can't give $1,200. There are not many people watching who could not give somebody a filter system that would give them the water that they need. And we have that ability right now. And if you would give $100, we give three families a filter system that you can take the filthiest water in any river or any borehole in the ground that's contaminated and give water that's just like what we buy in the store and bottle water. Would you do that? And, and some of you right now, you're seeing the images of that simple five-gallon container going through a hose, that filthy water in, and coming out beautiful, clean water that our mission director or you or anyone here could drink it and know this is perfectly non-contaminated, not disease-ridden water. Would you like to do that? Father, I believe today there are literally hundreds and hundreds of people who will say, thank you, Lord. I can reach out to three fam families, not just one in the family, three families, and give them clean water for $100. And then, Lord, those who can drill the wells, whatever part or all of it, please touch their heart and let their heart be filled with joy as a cheerful giver to know we're giving life in Jesus' name. Remember, you're giving water for life because of the water of life, and our missionary is going to tell them about the water of life. We want to send you a beautiful canvas to say thank you. Sheila Walsh's book, A Fresh Infusion of Joy. You help with the well, the beautiful determined eagle. 
I'm praying there wouldn't be a single viewer of life today during the whole year that would not become a determined eagle and even contribute and say, send me that bronze because I'm going to soar, but I'm going to raise people from death to life because of the free release of love. Would you do that? You can go online or you dial the number there, take your bank card, use it like a check, the way you should always use them, and make the gift God puts on your heart and do it joyfully. Would you do that, please? By the way, call and tell us if you're writing a check made to life. Call us and tell us you're sending it in. Would you do that? Thank you so much. And going online is so simple for so many to do. Thank you for doing it. Every day, children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink filthy, polluted water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. Our teams have recently identified 188 remote villages in Southern Africa where children are suffering from contaminated, disease-ridden water. The situation is desperate. They need clean, disease-free water immediately. With your gift today, you can help drill fresh water wells in remote villages across seven African nations. Your gift of $24 will provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will provide for 10. $72 provides for 15 people. And $144 will help provide fresh, disease-free water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we'll send you Sheila Walsh's devotional, Five Minutes with Jesus, a fresh infusion of joy to help you experience a deeper connection with God. Please consider an additional gift of $100 to help provide three families with water filtration kits in emergency areas where our rigs cannot reach, and you may request our No Greater Name canvas print. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well, and you may request our beautiful new hand-painted Determined Eagle bronze sculpture. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. You know, I, I think that every one of you who reached out in love should be able to know that I just accomplished something that was in the perfect will of God. I, I manifested the love of God. I became the hands of Jesus. Thank you for doing that. And then know this, our guests have the heart of God for you and your family, and they want to help you. Strengths-based marriage. You just give a cup of water. You can get it online but we'll just send it to you, along with Sheila's book, uh, with the other things we've mentioned. If you want this, we'll send it to you. Would you join me and Betty saying thanks to all of our guests and a wonderful job. Thank you all to our brave couple who came home and you, you're beautiful and thank you, you're helpful. Thank you. thank you. Thank you for loving others with the love of God. Thank you, Paul.
In his new book, Living Amazed, James Robison shares how divine encounters can change your life. Living Amazed, coming soon to online and retail bookstores. Tomorrow, Sheila Walsh reflects on her response to a viewer's letter. I said, listen, this is Sheila Walsh. I hope you don't mind me calling you. And she said, no, I kind of actually hoped you might. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.